Compound Audio Group. This episode of the Simmons and More podcast is brought to you by JitsWeb.com. Listen, you're in a situation where you may or may not need to like school a young motherfucker and grab him by his neck and just kind of like shake him down a little bit. And you're like, well, what if he grabs my wrist and obtains wrist control? Go to jitsweb.com and learn how to put that man in an arm bar, a leg bar. You can put him in a knee bar, a heel hook. You can put him in a go-go plata. You can put him in an alma plata. You can learn the dead orchard. These are all submissions. You can submit the world through jitsweb.com. Go to jitsweb.com and learn how to kill a man with your feet. It's that simple. This podcast is also sponsored by The Domesticated Dad. Go to domesticateddad.net and order you as a motherfucking lunch. Listen, they're open from 8 a.m. to 6 p.m. every single day except for Sunday because they need time with their family. He is an actual dad. Mike and Jenna are absolutely fantastic. Listen, they have burgers. They got sandwiches. They got baked goods. They got homemade teas and different types of drinks. Um, house-made chips. You can get... Mozzarella bricks. You can get cookies inside of brownies. You can get brownies inside of cookies. It doesn't matter. Whatever it is, whatever kind of lunch that you can dream, you can get at the domesticateddad.net. And they put it in a brown paper bag and they put your name on it. Bang! That's it. Go to domesticateddad.net. Get yourself some lunch. Uh, shout out time. Do you have any shout outs that you would like to shout to people okay. while they're out? Um, okay. So shout out to my begin within family for, you know, hiring me and giving me something to talk about. Um, Alex, my fiance, my sister, Carissa, and my best friend, Danny. Thank you guys. I know you're listening, which is pretty cool. And I think my dad is going to be listening too. So shout out Sick. to my dad. Your dad's man. <laughs> Shared a great story about your dad earlier. Yes. That was fun. Um, yeah, mine are less fun than that. Uh, shout out to Peyton Manning for going hard at the ESPYs at KD. I know Bobby wanted to talk about that on the episode, but he's out there saving the world, so he can't be here. Uh, shout out to Castlevania on Netflix, because that is the shit. Yo, that show is the fucking shit. Sorry. Right. Sorry, I'm very passionate about how ridiculous this is. I don't even, I don't even know is. what that is. So, it is four episodes, each is a half an hour long, based on the video game series Castlevania and it's it's shot I mean it's uh animated like Aeon Flux oh. so it's like late 90s anime style I love Aeon Flux Okay so that anime style right. is do like demons ripping babies heads off and like the dude takes the whip and knocks a priest's eyeball out like they stab a dude in his f- oh my god yo it's ridiculous so shout out to Castlevania on Netflix for sure go check that out uh, shout out to George Romero so if you don't, you guys don't know who George Romero is but you know what a zombie is you know what a zombie is because of George A. Romero he is the great one that is like respect that man's agency okay Night of the Living Dead George Romero respect okay passed away at 77 if you didn't know uh, if it wasn't for him, you Gentiles wouldn't know what a zombie was and you wouldn't okay. like The Walking Dead and you wouldn't be upset that hashtag Glenn's dead. Uh, hashtag spoiler alert. Uh, oh, you didn't know that? Okay, oh. so I just blew your mind. Oh my Sick. God. Uh, shout out to Game of Thrones Season 7. It's fucking winter is here, bitch. 
with fucking in there like winter wear. Are you fucking pout? You're pouting because Glenn's dead. Shout out to Zac Efron. <laughs> oh yeah, shout out to Zac Efron's abs and his acting coach. You fucking lied to him. Okay. <laughs> um, that's right. Oh, shout out to Bobby. Uh, stay black. And also, you're out there, but uh, I got you, fam. Don't worry about it. I'll just do everything for the show. I'll just, you know, design the logos and name the show come and on, come, on, Petty. come up, up come up with the hashtags <laughs> and, you know, schedule the guests and, and build a studio in my home, Petty. supply the snacks so and the shade. drinks, and um, I'll just carry the show myself. It's the Simmons and Simmons uh, podcast. Hashtag SASPC. Uh, stay lit so we don't have to get lit. Uh, no, Bobby, if you guys have couldn't tell um, by the lack of LeBron James shoutouts and talking about his cat panda. Shout out to Panda. Um, Bobby is out saving the world this week, so I had to solo mission this with uh, young Daniel. And uh, just again, thank you. Fucking awesome episode. Uh, you guys, please enjoy this episode. Uh, Danny, start the episode. Live from the compound, Bobby Moore. You know, in my house, Santa Claus is black. Jesus is fucking black, because we black, my nigga. And that's fact. Adam Simmons. Mr. Encore. Bro, I wasn't born. I was found deep within the catacombs of a space shuttle that crash landed on this planet and raised in a compound in Area 51 to coexist with humankind. The Simmons and Moore podcast. Bro, no, there is absolutely no way. No, there's no way that dude love is better than Cactus Jack. Yeah, but Cactus Jack came in with that OG Lucille from The Walking Dead and cracked you over the head with barbed wire. Wow, that was a legal hot take. Stay lit. Hot takes, get your hot takes. Hashtag Sam What the fuck is we talking about? Welcome to the family. Stay lit. Woo. Bobby, where you at, son? Uh, Simmons and More Podcast, episode 67. I don't have an athlete because I don't care. That's just what it comes down to. <laughs> One fucking offensive lineman. Something. Um, so uh, my man Pots and Pants, young Bobby Moore, is out um, slinging his panther tail and isn't here tonight. So uh, Danny is going to be my co-host. Yes, here we go. That, uh, you know, he's going to be – you just hear a lot of camera flickering and – Silly shit like that. Sick. No, that's cool. I'm cool with it. Um, I I will just fucking jump right into it. I don't. I like. I'm supposed to like pick on Bobby and make him feel bad for not talking to me this weekend, and you know all the normal shit. But I will say that last week he was like, "Oh, I'm gonna text. I'm gonna text Adam every day of the week." He did text me like three or four out of the seven days. So, so good on him, Bobby. Yeah, thank you, thank you. I appreciate uh, that. And uh, he did text me unprompted as well, which is a first in the 20-something years that I've known him. I didn't have to, like, fish hook him into texting me. Um, tonight I got uh, one of my oldest and closest friends hanging out, um, uh, body positive advocate, eating disorder counselor, therapist. Um, are you the main proprietor of no. uh, the Begin Within Center? No, I am a counselor. Oh, you're just a counselor. Yeah. Okay, so the main proprietor of the begin begin within, um, <laughs> Jess Malolo. Thank you. Thanks, Jess. I appreciate you coming and hanging out. Yeah, I'm really excited to be here. 
And yeah, I'm not the main proprietor. I'm nah, just a counselor know, there. Cool, I wish I were the main proprietor. That would be awesome, but I am not. Yeah, right. Um, so um, give uh, give our listeners like a little idea of. Um, yeah, I mean, you know, so so the way that you got started in therapy was actually through your own recovery, correct? Yeah. Um, okay, so about me. My name is Jess. I'm kind of a crazy cat lady. and But the cat stuff, that's only more recent. Um, I've known Adam forever. And uh, actually, I have known him since before I went to treatment the last time. Um, I'm recovered from an eating disorder. That's why I'm an eating disorder specific therapist. Um, and yeah, that's what I do every day. I talk to teenagers and drive them crazy, and I get to learn all sorts of slang, like uh, extra and stay lit, and I don't know, I was really late to the game with those, but I thought they were hilarious. Yeah. And um, I found out recently, not really recently, a few months ago, like what a Finsta was. I don't know what that is. Um, oh, good. Okay. So... I'm sure Bobby might know, yeah, but... Bobby might know. Yeah. yeah. So... Because Bobby's got hella Instagram followers. Which is cool. But yeah. th- see, this I think is a more, um, it's, so Finsta is fake Instagram, um, which like, I don't understand that, but it's basically like a fake, like it's a fake version of yourself or like you're making fun of yourself or you're making fun of other people. So it's kind of, um, so you're putting on for the gram. Yeah. That's, that much. is a term that I'm, I'm aware of. I don't know that one, when but I, I got on. the, the gist. You're right. Right, right, right. Um, yeah, dude. But yeah, that's, that's about it about me. I think. Yeah, but you were a therapist before you were a therapist, dog. I was just we were just talking to Danny about it. Um, I would like I would just get hammered and be sad about stuff and like text you. I'd be like, "What is going on in my life?" And you were like, "Quit being a fucking bitch." I'm like, "Oh, you're right. Thanks, fam." <laughs> I was. I don't know, think I was quite like that, but uh, it was a little bit like that. Apparently, I was really awkward, though. That's what Adam just told me. So yeah, I was awkward too. Uh, but I was like 12, so I mean, I would have had to have been awkward. Right. I mean, you're I'm like still 12. The but human equivalent of olive oil from Popeye. Yes. I, I mean, obviously, this is a podcast. You can't see me, but I'm like a human giraffe. That's how most people would describe you are, me. You're very flamingo like. Yeah. So we know. have a few bird things running flamingo, ostrich, and then we have olive oil and a giraffe. Well. So just get a good visual of that. You would be a sick kickboxer. I'm telling you. Probably. Long legs, long arms. You got a lot of reach. Yeah, that's That'd true. That'd be killer. Um, so, I mean, you're doing the damn thing. You're doing good work, man. I mean, you've always been someone that um, is relatively easy to communicate with. Um, you and I hit it off almost instantly when we, we met each other. Um, which is like, we were just talking about it. It was weird. Yeah, it's like... A million years ago. Forever ago, right? Like 2008. Which, which is like forever ago now. Yeah, it's like Facebook just started. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. Um. But yeah, I mean, um. What what do you guys do at the Begin With In Center? Like, what what is it? What do we do? Um, I mean, we are the only eating disorder specific practice in uh, Middlesex, Ocean, and Monmouth County. Which, uh, for those of you that don't know, we do therapy, nutrition, and psychiatry. So we got like all in house. Um, so uh, we see people without eating disorders. We see people with like disordered eating, body image issues, and just like general mental health. But our like you know number one number one fans um, are people with eating disorders. So 
I mean, a typical day for me, I go in, I see clients individually. That's about it. Um, but I don't know. I, I see mostly kids and teenagers, which like most um, people are like, why would you do that? But they're kind of my favorite. Yeah. I mean, well, you've, you've done it yourself. And I, yeah. I'm sure I don't know how extensive your therapeutic being on the other side of the clipboard was. But um, I know that even when you and I were friends, like that for sure could have been something that like would have helped you a lot. Oh, um, yeah. And it would, even, it would even have helped me. Not that, again, you were like a therapist before you were a therapist. When I was having problems with that, I would talk to you because I knew you were do- dealing with the same type of deal. Yeah. And you were just like, nah, dude, like this is how it works. And I was just like, yeah, but I mean, like, no, no, this is like what's going on here. <laughs> um, but I, again, I don't know how extensive your background on um. the other side is yeah but uh, let me think um i mean i had in well, i developed an eating disorder probably i mean if i look back far enough i was maybe like 10 when a lot of behaviors started but it wasn't like truly symptomatic and bad until i was like 13 it was just laying the groundwork for yeah like i i mean i don't even know how to explain it i just like the thoughts were there and like being self-conscious because you know right. when you're 10 you're like a chubby little kid and just starting to realize like oh this is how i look and this is like not how other people look right and that ain't cool right um but when i was 13 that was like when it really got ugly um i, I guess i started going to like individual therapy when i was maybe 15 so like it already the like the roots were already planted I was like, I don't have time for this. Like, you could put me in therapy. I'll talk. But, like, you bitches don't know anything. Right. I'm um, me. You yeah. don't know shit. I was like, yeah. I'm 15, so I know what's up. I'm pretty uh, sure I know exactly, like, how to send a text message and stuff. <laughs> okay? So, like, there's yeah, on this... On my, m- like, tiny little, like, razor flip There's phone. this new thing called the internet, all right? And I could just, like, Yahoo search that. Yep. Wait, you know I, mean? I can go on the internet on my phone now. I could, like, send a picture. You, like, had, to, you had to pay per minute, yes, by the way. Was, yeah. Uh, so... At 15, I thought, like, I knew all the shit as, in the world. As a 15-year-old would, would. Yep. And I also thought, like, oh, well, this is, like, what makes me really different and important. So, like, I'm not going to get better. Whatever. Stupid 15-year-old shit. Right. Um, I would say, like, the first time I really took therapy seriously was around maybe, like, 17. Because I was like, oh, shit, this is really bad. I need to actually go to the hospital. Yeah, yeah the, the train's coming off the rails. Yeah, so, yeah. Um, I mean, I've done, I've really done it all. I've done outpatient therapy, outpatient nutrition, psychiatry, um, inpatient, hospitalization, residential, partial, IOP. Like, I've done the gamut. But um, I went to residential in Florida when I was 17 for a few months. Um, that was pretty cool. Like, it doesn't, like, at the time, it wasn't really cool, because I was like, right. mur, 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 I'm 17, I want to go home. Um, but, like, looking back, because I got to, like, hang out in the sun, like, and go on day trips to the fucking beach. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was 17, like, senior year of high school, and everyone is in New Jersey. It's December. They're freezing. Right. I'm, like, I'm eating a tan, and I'm really sad, and I want to go home. My Facebook friends. <laughs> me. So I was yeah. kind of a brat. But uh, the last time I went, which was in my freshman year of college which was when we were friend, like first became friends right, right. um was in philly and i was there for a little bit and yeah, that kind that. of that was like a big turnaround because i was like i don't really feel like doing this anymore right you might as well just like like yeah i just and i, I don't think that's like an, an intuitive thing for a lot of people people get really stuck in the cycle and especially the treatment cycle but i just got 
tired. I was like, I can do this quite literally forever. I'm pretty good at it. Like, pretty successful at having an eating disorder. Yeah. Coming but, um, in, going out, coming in, going out. Yeah. yeah, but like, I'm kind of bored. It, it almost becomes like uh, like an anchor back to reality, though. Almost yeah. in the same way that like an addiction would. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like, um, it becomes like a tick. Like yeah. another cog in the clock that is human existence. You have that spoke that's spinning that's like okay every 24 clicks we're gonna go and we're gonna go this way yeah or we're gonna go that way or we're gonna go to this place we're gonna go to that place but you know it's um again it's very systematic like you said it it happens but um that is uh the human condition and we were actually just having a conversation uh before the podcast um that you know and, and i've talked about this like hundreds of times on the show and and everyone that knows me is kind of, you know, known a lot of the anxiety and the problems. But, you know, I've dealt with uh, eating disorders and stuff like that. And I told a story last week um, about kind of what started my eating disorder kind of thing. And then how I turned it around to become like just a savage that, you know, wants to throw things in the air and now choke people with my feet and shit. <laughs> um, but it, it doesn't it doesn't always I mean, that's a way happen to do it. like that. You know no, what I mean? Um, it doesn't. And it, it took a lot of help from a lot of really great people, yourself included. Um, and like uh, all of the other people, like, you know, being a human fucking sucks. It's hard, dude. And it I does. can only imagine being like, a, how, how tall are you? 6'2? <laughs> you're, you're an asshole. Seven, uh, I'm 5'8. Seven, I'm 5'8. You're 7 foot 16. I just, my legs are just deceiving and my like spider digits. Um, but Digits are very I, spider-esque. But um, yeah, I mean, it's... Gangly, if you will. I am gangly, but it's, like a, it sucks. A pair of ha- hangable earrings. Yeah. Yeah. Which also you're... Yeah, the little <laughs> pom-poms are sweet. Um, but because of, like, have, have, surrounding yourself with strong people and things of that nature, it really has helped me get through it. And, and like, I probably really should have been to therapy. But, you know, it... And even now, like, right. I, I should probably for sure sit down with someone, at least like a gastroenterologist or something, you that know what I mean? might be good. Right, 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 right. But, um, again, like, the whole stubbornness and, like, not being yep. able. This whole giant computer thing in front of you is, like, a cur- a blessing and a curse. So we just, we're, we're resetting up the studio to kind of give you an idea if you can't see. Um, we have a giant Apple Mac computer as our recording device now, and Danny is hiding behind it in his brand new swivel chair that uh, Bay got him, and uh, he's just you <laughs> just swiveling back and forth behind the computer, he's looking like, at um, me ominously. Wait, do you know? Have you ever seen Inspector Gadget? Of course I have. Like, what is the guy's name? Claw. Claw. Like that's what yeah. they just keep envisioning, and you'll have a cat in your lap. <laughs> <laughs> and, like, <laughs> and like we look around the computer, and he's just a hand and a cat with a stupid face. I watched that movie recently, the one with Matthew Broderick, and oh I was so God. disappointed. I was like, this was so much better when it I was eight. It doesn't hold up. Yeah. It just didn't. It was so depressing. What a good cartoon. Yeah, that dude is like, that guy's OP as fuck, right? Like, everything that he needed. It was just like, yeah. go, go, gadget, like, giant dick. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, he could just have the Iron Man suit if he decides. If, like, the art, if the guy who's writing the show was like, go, go, gadget, like, uh, 
Iron Man suit and be like, and he could fucking fly and he's got shoot rockets out of his fucking chest and shit. Yeah, like, probably. Go go gadget like uh, Transformers and he could turn into a fucking fighter jet. I think he actually did turn into a car at one point. No, yeah, Am I not, he like, did in the movie. I, well, no, wait. Uh, I don't know. Maybe in the cartoon. Matthew Broderick's not that cool. He shouldn't turn no, into a fucking really car. No, he's really not. He's not. <coughs> How did he and then he, his daughter Penny was like. It was Kirsten Dunst. Was it Kirsten Dunst? Yes. She's wow. Like, like 15, maybe. Good gracious. I'm surprised it wasn't like uh, Lindsay Lohan. I'm glad it wasn't. That might have ruined it for mm. me. You know, I was on um, I was on the Fire Stick the other day, and I was looking through movies to watch, because oh Mel and I were just kind of hanging out, like, staying the fuck. Catch us inside. How about that? On that <laughs> shit. And uh, The Parent Trap with oh Lindsay Lohan oh, and shit. Lindsay Lohan. Hey, dude, where she played twins of herself. I love that movie. Yeah, you would love I that know. movie. I know. My sister watched it. No exaggeration. She would watch it, then rewind. Like, we had it on uh, VHS. Yeah. She'd watch it, That's and then rewind That's a thing where the, before DVDs, by the way. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> there are children that listen to the show. Yes, so many children. We're, we're um, international. We're in 17 different countries, goddammit. Okay. So maybe uh, some Japanese maybe. kid doesn't know what a fucking VHS tape is. Okay. Well, yes. Well, Lindsay Lohan's broke ass was on a fucking VHS tape. Yeah, so my sister Carissa, she would watch it. So she did this with Lion King too. She would watch it and then stop it to rewind it and then rewatch it and she would do this all day. Oh, like I think I've seen The Parent Trap probably like at least like 500 times. Bobby Light was like that with uh The Lion King and with Toy Story. Uh, it's like ru- uh, it ruins it for you though. Yeah, for sure. Like that with uh, Spice Girls. Oh. The Spice Girls movie? Yeah, but that's, Spice World? That's okay. That's yeah, acceptable. I'm, I'm, yeah. Totally. I would do that now. Girl power. I mean, that's good. That yeah. I bet that she's a badass. <laughs> she is. There you go. <laughs> yeah. She watched a lot of Spice Girls. Yeah. yeah. So uh, also, actually, that's a, a nice little segue. You're, you're a big, like, girl power, like... Oh, we yeah. were even talking about Game of Thrones earlier. And we were just like, <laughs> yeah, powerful bitches! <laughs> yeah, I mean, I... I obviously, well, maybe it's not obvious. I identify as a feminist, but I think a lot of people have the wrong idea about what that means, of course. It just well, because Tumblr is a thing, so well, like 14-year-olds yeah. that know everything are like, oh my god, I'm so super femme. Yeah, but uh, it's really just like equality for the sexes and, well, genders, I shouldn't say sexes, but... um. No, you, sh- you, you can get it. Yeah. That's okay. But, we're, uh, we're wild problematic on the show. Okay. Well, yeah, I don't so. ever want to be problematic. That's like... Oh, not man. my, it's I'm, not then, my goal. Then be happy, Bobby's not here. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, Which Bobby, you're missing out on uh, chips and Munchkins. Yeah, I brought so. Munchkins. Yeah. Um, so, suck it. But yeah, I mean, I, I like being a girl in this world is kind of awful in a lot of ways. Um, well, being a person in this world is kind of awful in a lot of human, ways. If you self-identify but, as a human. Yeah, but I think being a woman um, kind of has its unique challenges, especially in like the body image slash. I don't know. Just, again, being a woman way. Like, we're kind of a... Even though we're not, like, as oppressed as in other countries, we're a little oppressed. We get shit on a lot. Well, worldwide. Absolutely. Y- yeah. Yeah. Like, I don't know. Um, a good, even in Game of Thrones, that's, like, a good example. Although, Cersei apparently is, like, killing things. She's really... Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's, like, a badass. Yeah, so, but, spoiler alert. Uh, she's, sorry! She's the evil queen. Do we not do spoilers? I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, no, it's fine. It don't matter. Okay. But even, like, I remember in the books, like, Sansa, she's, like, hella oppressed. Yeah, well, she's kind of a badass now in the show. Okay, so. that's good to know. Is she, like, Elaine Stone yet? Does that happen? No. 
Okay. No. She, like, changes names. In yeah, the yeah, yeah, yeah. I understand. Whatever. Yeah. Um, she she is not that yet. Okay. I don't know that they're going to do that They might line. not, because yeah, yeah, yeah. it's like, it would have happened already. They're, like, setting her up to, like, Take get, over the world. to get married to, like, Littlefinger, oh, and then God. probably off him, and then, like... Take hmm. over the veil. Okay. Oh, uh, the- shout out to fucking Game of Thrones, by the way. Yeah. I, yeah. I don't. I actually don't remember where the books go with it, but. Yeah. I don't. There, the show is past the books now, so like yeah, George R. R. Martin oh. just needs to get his shit together. The books are always going to be more interesting because they're more in depth. There's like tons but of different characters. Yes and no. Like, I don't know. I remember watching the first season of the show, and I was like, "This is amazing! They're like killing Baromir again." And uh, that would be what's his name? That's Sean. Uh, I always make the joke. It's like Sean. It's Sean Bean. Sean Bean. So it's like a. I don't know. That's how I remember it. It looks the same. But Sean Bean is also Boromir. Yeah, he Boromir got shot in, in Lord of the Rings. With like five arrows. So I was he really dies excited. In every movie he's in. Yeah, he does. Yeah, but yeah. I was so excited to see him in Game of Thrones. I was like, Oh my god, this is amazing. Maybe he'll stay alive. He's the main character. And uh, no, so wow. that just like didn't work out for me. But right after that, I started reading all of the books, and the first book is exactly like the show. Correct. Like it's dead on correct and then i started reading the books i was so excited that they were coming out with more seasons and i was like this is not like the books right i'm extremely disappointed yeah, yeah, yeah. um so then i stopped watching yeah. but i don't know there are a lot of better books out there in the fantasy realm like a ton better there's a lot of really really good fantasy books a lot game of thrones i don't know not really one of them sorry why George would you R. go Martin. with like dune the um, Dune series is very good. My fiance really likes that, but my favorite is actually uh, what's his name? I forget what his name is. I'm blanking. But the series is called Mistborn. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, I heard about so that. It's so wild. It's, yeah. I think that's like really. I well wish I written. had time to read as much as I barely have time to watch television. I know. But like, I have to actually physically stop myself and cut my toes off to watch <laughs> Game of Thrones. I read, um, I think I read it like in one of the summers, between, like during grad school, because I was like, I don't want to do my schoolwork, so I'm going to yeah, just read there you go. 8,000 pages, well, yeah. whatever. How, how nope. many books is it to, to, to Game of Thrones? Um, five right now. There's five, there's a sixth, The Winds of Winter, like... Yeah, but that's like a, pro, um, what's it called, like a little excerpt came out, no exaggeration, I think like five years ago now. That was it. Yeah. Like that, yeah, there hasn't yeah. been any movement since. Yeah. At least that's. He's like, yeah, I'm gonna want. I want to write a prequel. He wants to write, uh, like either Robert's Rebellion or um, Dance of Dragons. Okay. Like. Like, why don't you write the sure, next book? Sure, dude. Bud? Just write fucking Winds of Winter. I wonder if he's just like never gonna do it. Probably not. I'm afraid that he's gonna die. I feel so bad though. Everyone keeps saying that. But... I know, but well, he's fat and he's old. But then we're gonna have to be like someone who writes like Tumblr fan fiction is gonna have to. Like, he's gonna be like, oh my god, Littlefinger and Jon Snow are both Targaryens and they're fucking each other on dragons and it's great. True. You know, Tumblr's fuck. Yes, but um, him being fat has nothing to do with him dying. Like it's he's old. He might die because he's old. Right. Well, no, I just meant as far as a health concern of like being an uh... older, overweight male. Yeah, but with uh, like heart problems because he for sure eats dintine more soup or like stew like 
regularly. My man eats steak and potatoes and thinks that? about dragons. Fuck, because I am a very similar type of human. Yes. And that's what I would do if I was old and looked like a sea captain. So you're like just hanging out in his house with him eating steak and potatoes? Oh, dude. Like that actually um, is my dream. That, yeah, what that I wanna, does sound really nice. That's what Mel and I are going to do on our honeymoon. <laughs> I like that. I, I'm We're going to find George R.R. Martin and just eat steak with him and talk about dragons and shit. Um, but that's actually like, it's funny because that's kind of part of my work is people are really under the impression that, um, if someone is fat, that means that like they have crazy health outcomes or like that they're going to die or have like some short term right. life right, expectancy. Right, right. But, um, and especially at our practice, we really subscribe to health at every size. Um, and I mean, we live in a world that does not support that. I mean, we live in a really diet centric world that is like you if you don't lose weight and if you don't do it right now you are not worth being alive like you're right. not a person and you suck right which is like really helpful really helpful for all of us um but it's actually pretty it's found and i don't have like the i don't know science or articles right now on me but um like fat people are often just as healthy as people who are not fat um yeah, we all know like like yeah. burly dudes that are like you know, just fine. healthy as an ox, like Moose, just a big guy. Mario. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. Just a fucking giant person. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it's like the dude plays rugby like four times a week and like works out and plays basketball. I mean, he might have a heart attack just because he's a crazy person, <laughs> but like not because of the size of him. His no. father is two times bigger than he is. And I've seen his dad carry like... Uh, hot water heaters on his back. My dad, my I've seen, I've physically seen my father in the last calendar year carry at least two hot water heaters on his back. Yeah. Not at the same time, but individually. Like 500 pound air handlers and shit. Just like burly dudes. Just dudes that are just massive people. And uh, they're like, could be considered yeah. fat, but they're just solid stone men. You know what I mean? Like right. you go to like, a giant Polynesian dude with hands the size of like uh, computer screens. You know what I mean? Like yeah, that, you're not... like, yo, that dude's fat. Like, yo, that dude can outrun you. Yeah, I'm probably train. step on you. Yeah. Right, but, exactly. I mean, I think it's different for men and women. Like, if you see a fat woman, like, honestly, like, what is your thought? I'm not going to judge you. Um, relative. Uh, well, it depends because it could be like not fat. But like, are you talking like just a large person, like a yeah. like a burly? Well, so I like, use fat as just a descriptor. Like, I'm not using it as a judgmental word. It's just like right, someone right, right. is fat. Okay. Okay. Um, I it's different because like if I see like a large woman and she's like Brienne of Tarth. <laughs> yeah. And she's that's just a big chick. Yeah. But she again is she's she's like gonna kill you like, right. if you look at her wrong. Yeah. She can for sure like murder a dude. Yeah. Especially Danny. He's a very small human. <laughs> He's hidden behind a very large screen right now. I mean, so I, I feel like out, we talk about I can outrun him, outrun her with my flamingo legs. Right, so right, right. We're good. Yeah, you, can. We're good. you can just jump super high and you'll be fine. <laughs> um, but it depends on like if they're carrying themselves. You can tell if yeah. someone is living an unhealthy lifestyle. That is something like working in like the health food industry for as long as I did. Sure. Um, you can kind of tell like sometimes like chicks that are like power lifters are just like big chicks and you're just like, okay, like you're obviously healthy as fuck. Right. But like if you're living and you're like walking around in a moo moo and like you can't fit your feet in shoes and like you look as though you probably have a like a lifetime of diabetes ahead or of behind 
ahead of or behind you, you know, it's like that is like, okay, you're unhealthy. I want to help you get healthy. It's not a matter of size. It's a matter of health for me. And as as someone who was fat, I was, but I was unhealthy and fat. Um, and then became healthy and fat and then lost a bunch of weight and became like a healthy weight. Right. Um, listen, if you weigh 400 pounds but you're seven foot six, it's okay. You can't weigh 400 pounds and be 5'8". That uh, is probably not healthy. I mean, you can. That's I mean, it's the, for sure. It's not like a challenge. Right. But. See, I don't know. I think like our culture is obsessed with healthism and like, all right, it's about your health. Like that – rhetoric is so damaging it's all it like hurts me um but i think it's because we're all like oh well i'm concerned about your health but like what if the person's healthy like i don't okay as someone who exists in a thin body and for the most part i always have and i'm like not a healthy person i admit it i'm not i'm like not you showed up with donuts well that um but also like i don't know i'm just not like i try my best to eat well but i just eat shit all the time and that's fine i i have the privilege of being able to do that and i don't have someone coming up to me and saying, you know, I'm really concerned about your health because you eat like shit. But I would also be just as concerned with your health. Okay, but you. But, but like, like, but ge- only, like only be- people. Only because I work in the food industry. Right. So like I look at food as fuel. Like even the right. chips that I'm eating are fucking quinoa chips with seven ingredients in them. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like and I, as soon as I had a donut, I was like, oh, no, my belly hurts. I'm a fucking <laughs> baby. I'm going to have to curl up in a ball and drink some almond milk that was warmed oh over a tea God. kettle. You know what I mean? But, uh. like, it's it's more a concern of health as far as fuel, like, the stuff that you put in your body. You sure. could be, like, one of those, like, ridiculous anamorphic athletes like Bobby is who is just, like, I've seen that dude. Oh, I'm like, not him. No, no, no. <laughs> I could see this guy eats like fucking trash okay like absolute trash all the time and he's he's not yoked like don't gas yourself up there bobby but um <laughs> the dude is in in great shape he's he runs track he's a fucking athlete the dude all works right. outside he's you know that's an athletic dude but he eats like shit i'm still concerned about his health because i'm afraid that one day he's gonna choke on one of the fucking hamburgers he's shoving down his face you know what i mean i would feel better if he was eating grilled chicken and broccoli and shit like that. You know what I mean? Because I care about him as far as the fuel that he's putting in his body. And regardless of his size, you know what I mean? My brother Bobby is the exact same way as you. Bobby Light. Bobby Light. (laughs) Rail fucking thin. Eats like trash. I am concerned about his health. Right. And... I don't want to miss it. Like, I don't eat totally like trash. I eat like normal oh, stuff. Bobby Light eats um, like total trash. But I've seen Bobby Light take a hot dog and cut a Hot Pocket <laughs> in half. <laughs> Fam, I promise you. I promise you. And next time you see like, Bobby Light. Like, I don't even know why you listen, would do that. Listen, That's... listen, I'm not done. And then um, he I'm would ready. put, he would cut, uh, it was like a pizza Hot Pocket, cut it in half like a sandwich so that one side was still connected so he can close it again lay pork roll and then put cheese and then a hot dog and call it a hot hot pocket or a hot pocket hot dog or a hot pocket dog one of one of the three really interchangeable names that's like really genius but also the most disgusting thing maybe i've ever heard absolutely absolutely vile (laughs) absolutely vile i agree Um, but i'm concerned for his health i i would imagine yeah you know there i would also have some concerns about his health as you should um, I don't know. I was actually I listened to a lot of 
I listen to a lot of podcasts, but uh, my particular interest, of course, is in like the, I don't know, like body positive, body acceptance, that realm of, bo- of podcasts. And I was listening to one this morning and they were talking about how some articles just came out about like, yeah, we are obsessed with that food is fuel mentality, but that like for the most part, the food we eat is not necessarily correlated with health outcomes. Like as long as right. you are eating enough and like, you know, whatever, like eating, you could really eat anything. And as long as right. you just as, have to fill a certain amount of calories, a certain amount right. of macros, and and whatever, your... whatever you eat in a day that seems to satisfy your right. hunger cravings. Okay. Like, right. and then you go on it's with like your life. Dwayne the Rock Johnson eating 14 pizzas because it hits yeah. his cow mark. Exactly. Yeah. Like, but there are people who like can't eat, you know, have like that grilled chicken, broccoli kind of, um, balance. And I, I mean, I don't eat like that all the time. I don't think anyone really eats like that all the time. Right. Or, shouldn't um because it's just like it's art it's artificial to a degree doesn't right. always no no doesn't always mimic like intuitive eating listen i love me some hamburgers and i oh yeah probably i think it, no i didn't have a hamburger i had a it was taco tuesday so i had a burrito today but yesterday i had a hamburger and tomorrow i'm probably gonna have a hamburger yeah you know what i mean it, it's it is I'm what it not, is yeah i'm not criticizing your food choices um no you can it's fine no i, I know that you wouldn't i would never i would to myself um but I uh, like I, I understand I get it. But yeah. I was also a person that turned solid kale into liquid kale and gave it to like marathon runners for like a good yeah. couple of years. You know and what I mean? So it's very yep. drilled into my head that like I know. do wheatgrass have like. But you're not alone. Kale juice I, and shit. Like you are in the major. Like to believe that is to be in the majority. Like I am so much in the minority. Unfortunately, um, I mean, I think more voices have come out over the past few years, which I'm really grateful for. But I mean, I even think about like being in recovery from an eating disorder, like you're up against so much like a person with an addiction. OK, like and especially relevant to New Jersey, like you're addicted to heroin. You go into treatment, you get better, you get clean, you come out. No one's like throwing heroin in your face and being like, hey, like we really want you to do heroin again. Yeah. But sometimes that happens. I mean, yeah, but, it depends on like where you're at. Right. But like if you're hanging out in Keensburg. Oh, um, like I said, while problematic. <laughs> yes. Yeah. But I mean, for someone with a eating disorder and I could speak to this personally, like you come out of treatment and you're just like launched back into a world that says thin is better, like clean food. Every commercial that you yeah. see, every restaurant that you walk by. There's calories on everything. Yeah, like, it's like a law now that is like unreal. And like, again, right there with you. The only yeah. difference is that my outlet from that was to jump into that health food right. thing because I was told that I was too fat to be with someone and then I needed right. abs. So then that's what I did. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, But again... I believe in like whatever works for your body, your specific right. machine. You you and Dwayne the Rock Johnson <laughs> or Arnold Schwarzenegger, you may be the same species of human, but you're not the same oh, no. thing. You me know what and, I mean? Me and Dwayne the Rock Johnson, I mean, I would like to be friends with him, um, but like we're just not on the same wavelength. You know he eats six fish a day? Does he? Six, like, six whole like, fish. Like a whole tuna? No, 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 no. It's like... Uh, <laughs> It's 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 like a lot of flounder. He eats like six whole flounder a day. That just sounds disgusting. And like potatoes and like a steak and like wild eggs and like. Oh, look at like dude, okay. I'm gonna be really embarrassed myself right now. But did you see Baywatch? 
the movie. Yeah. I did not. Okay. Because um, uh, Zach Efron is not sexually attracted to me. That was a joke. I'm going to have to leave. Um, yeah. uh, listen, listen. Not a talented actor. Gets paid to take not. a shirt off in every single fucking... Listen, he was in a comedy movie with Seth Rogen, right? Where at the end of it, he was an Abercrombie model that just fucking was shirtless but, but for cares? no fucking reason. For every reason. No, he was in High School Musical. Fucking suck every dick in the world. He's a terrible actor. Oh, but who cares? Look at him. Let's just look at him. Okay, well, I went to I think go... I think James Franco's a better actor. James so Franco's like kind of a pervert, though. Um, don't care. And he cut his arm off and drank his own pee. I don't know. I'm not. Yeah, that right. was a, a me. Listen, that you know was who, a good. You know, you know who couldn't act in that movie? Zach fucking Efron, because a uh, rock climber's not gonna climb rocks fucking shirtless he unless he's really, taking really, really Instagram passionate video about again. this. Yeah, but I like. He's not a good actor. He's very serious about this. Yeah. Um. Okay. So to go back, yes, I admittedly did go see this movie. Um, my very, uh, very best friend, um, if we met in college, he's very gay, so he supports me liking, uh, Zac Efron, and we both together just sat there and drooled over Zac Efron in The Rock for the entire two hours. This movie is two hours. Why is it two hours? Who right. knows? But it was, like, just, you could have watched it muted. It would have had the same effect. It was lady porn. Yeah. Yeah. It was amazing. Yeah. It's like, did you see Ghost in a Shell? No. With, um... What's her name? Marjorie Tyrell. No. Natalie Dormer. No. No. I got to That would be great. Um, but no. Um, Scarlett Johansson. Oh, right. Scarlett Johansson in a CGI skin tight suit where oh. she's a robot there you that go. kills things. It's just like, oh, you kill things with a sword, and you're dressed in nothing. Terrific. Okay, mute this. <laughs> pull the covers over my head, and I'm just gonna fucking watch this quietly to myself. Like that's. It's the exact same thing. It is. It is. It was. Really a pointless movie to pay $15 to go see, but you know what? I did it. Get a fire stick. I that have one. on fire stick. We can watch that in my living room right now. Ugh, that's Ooh, okay. I could bring the fire stick in here. I got two. Well. You could just have Danny's. Danny doesn't use his. I have one, but I can't. I don't think it came out yet. Or do you? Mm, I mean, what are we even talking about here? All right. Geez. The internet's a thing. I know. I don't have pirating abilities. I'm really bad at that we'll stuff. We'll get you a fucking eye patch. Okay. I have a fire stick. I just never use it. Oh, okay. You know what I mean? We just fucking Zac Efron that shit. I you can watch him. every Zac Efron movie that you want. But I, I understand. It's like somebody who... And I'm not a Zac Efron hater because... You're a little bit of a hater. I Obviously. No, no, no. Because his acting ability is terrible. And yeah, he keeps no. getting put in movies. But I don't know. I but thought like, he was as kind someone of funny who was like, in Neighbors. There's a lot of acting. Yeah, you know who's not a terrible actor? Dwayne The Rock Johnson. You know who's more no, gorgeous was, of a man? Dwayne The Rock Johnson. He was really great. Oh, Vin Diesel? Yo, oh, you and me God. both, brother. No, but yeah, come dude. on. Yo, that's Mel's, that's, that's Mel's, that's Mel's man, too. And we, we watched fucking Triple no. X, and I was like, oh yo, look God. at your man now. He's doing backflips on a fucking dirt bike in the jungle. She's like, that's not how it happens. Wait. That's not. Yo, he did a backflip and hit a grenade with the wheel. He revved the engine and spun the tire and threw Sounds a grenade right. back into a dude's face. And he skid, and he was just like, let's get out of here. And then grabbed the chick and gone away like yo fuck you dude but shout out to my man because he is Groot yes he is he's Groot and I got a little baby Groot in the living room you want to hear a hilarious story um, Go on. so I don't know like I guess at 13 I had this 
weird crush on Vin Diesel. Um, I don't even understand where I saw him. Could you like Supras? You like orange cars with big fenders on the back uh, of them? Apparently. Um, no, but because I saw the commercial for Triple X and I was like, oh my God. 13 year old Jessica had a really, really strong Staten Island accent. And I happened to be at my grandparents and I expressed to them that I really had this crush on Vin Diesel because apparently this is stuff you tell your grandparents. And the next day, they bought me tickets to go see Triple X and they went with me to the movie and that we all rules. sat there and yeah. watched. Yeah. Vin Diesel in Triple X, and it was so uncomfortable. Yeah. I mean, shout out to my grandparents because they're awesome, but that yeah, was that's so legit. weird. That's that's I was fucking rules. And I'm like sitting there, like, like with my mouth gaping God. open. And I, I was You look like there. Stone Cold Steve Austin, but less badass. I don't think he's a terrible actor. Um, sorry, have you seen him act? Um, you yeah. ever see The Chronicles of Riddick? I have. I didn't hate that. <laughs> Come I hate that. Oh my, oh my god, you're blind and you live in the desert. That's so believable. I what? You fight demons with just a dagger? Oh my god. I, think I honestly don't even remember that movie, but I remember thinking, like, this isn't so bad. Oh my god, Chronicles of Riddick 2. What? But wasn't there a prequel? Yeah. Pitch, pitch, pitch Black. Black. Yeah, yeah, I liked that one. Yeah. That one was okay. They all sucked. All right, well, who is a good actor then? There's, I mean, Daniel Day-Lewis. Okay, but George like, not a mil- someone who's not a million years old. Brad Pitt. Oh. Yeah. It's a good at what? I don't know. I feel like I can't divorce, like, Brad Pitt as a human from his acting. Like, I just feel like he's kind of just shitty, but that's beside the point. I mean, he's for sure shitty. Yeah, but I guess you would have to if you look like that. Daniel Day-Lewis, I'm sure, is a shitty person, too. Yeah. Isn't he the, um, didn't he just retire from acting? Probably. That's yeah. a sh- goddamn shame. You know, uh, he he played a paraplegic in a movie. Yeah. And um, that entire process while they were shooting that movie, even offset, he had someone yeah. follow him around and wipe his ass because he he didn't break character. Yeah, he's a method you know actor. A great fucking actor, Robert Downey Jr. Yes, we know. Just saying. I like Robert Downey Jr. Uh, Ryan Which one is Ryan Gosling? Ryan I Gosling. Always screw, like I mix up Ryan Gosling and Ryan Reynolds because they're both attractive. Okay, Ryan Reynolds, Deadpool. Yes. Silly bitch. Yeah. Ryan Gosling, like less of a silly bitch, blonde the hair. Yeah. They're both good. Yeah. yeah, they are good. The Notebook. But one of them is married to Blake Lively, so. That would be. I think he wins. Reynolds. Yeah. Yeah. He's also taller and probably a little more handsome. Um. Yeah. Uh, uh. But I think that Ryan Gosling's probably a better actor. Yeah, I would agree with that. Seems like yeah. Ryan Gosling has more potential to ultimately be an Oscar winner. I'm sure he has one. No, I don't think so. Oh wait, did he win for La La Land? No, he did not. Did Emma Stone win for La yes, La Land? Yes, I think she won. I didn't see that movie, so I I don't know. But Leonardo DiCaprio. He did win. Great finally. actor. I yeah. yeah. Fucking great actor. I kind of feel sorry for him that it took him so long to win the Oscar when he he's got had blackballed. he's had yeah. so many better movies. Yeah, he than got blackballed. Why? He just did. You know that whole did you you saw the Revenant, right? No. Okay. The entire movie was like, give me an Oscar. Like from the fucking jump. He fought <laughs> a fake an Im- imaginary bear. Isn't it like three hours long of him just I, grunting? I fucking went and saw it twice. Why? Because it's that incredible. Alright. I have thought to about it. buying it. I don't buy a movie like you can pirate the shit out of the movie. I could watch it right now if I wanted to. But you want to see it in on the big any screen. room of my house. It's important. Yeah, but Watched it in IMAX. 
All right, fine. Three D. I'll think about it. Fucking incredible. It's so good. He doesn't talk for the first forty-five minutes of the movie. He's just that's kind of depressing. No, it's so good. Okay, so good. It's a lot. That movie is like silly as fuck because none of that shit happened. <laughs> what the story? It's like loosely based on a true story. It's like there was no bear. He, he didn't have it. He didn't have an Indian child. It didn't happen in the winter. It wasn't in whatever mountain trail it was. They said that it happened somewhere in Montana. It happened in like the Appalachian Mountains in the middle of the summer. And then it was like, you know, he didn't get attacked by a bear. He wasn't like buried alive. There was no child that was died. You know, all You're, like, of this totally other- like just. Spoiler alert. But the movie is fucking incredible. Okay. It's so good. It, is it the I'll first it. 45 minutes or like in the middle somewhere? I think it's like the first hour. He just doesn't speak. Uh, Hold on. No, because I think he gets his throat cut and then he just uh, doesn't talk. He's just gurgling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'll have to just really. A lot, but you'll watch it, it. You'll watch it and you'll be like. I will. Oh, give him the Oscar. <laughs> Give it to him. I didn't feel that way when I watched, uh, what is it, Wolf of Wall Street. I was bored. Yeah, what a good movie. It was like three hours, I don't know, it was three hours long for me and I was like, oh, That's a dude right. movie though. That's a dude movie. Yeah. It's for sure a dude movie. I feel like it was kind of objectifying to women, but I mean, that's... Uh, yeah. Yeah, thank. Um, uh, yeah. Although, she, yeah. what is her name, Margot Robbie? Yeah. Oh, she's gorgeous. Fam, so, come on. That's fine. Come on. Uh, she played a absolutely terrible version of uh what's harley her name quinn. harley quinn i know terrible well, i heard that that movie was horrific uh, i tried watching it twice couldn't make it through both times the only part of that movie that's good um is what's his name joel kinnaman isn't it i think that's his name and he's in the show the killing which was on netflix and i'd highly recommend that i'm like a huge crime show person i was right. telling you about it he's the one who's in um house of cards Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. And he is just like... Love me some House of Cards. He's really fine. So he's nice to look at. Love me some House of Cards. I haven't watched it, so don't tell me. It's so good. Oh, dude, you're fucking up. Your boy Daryl put me on to that, yo. He was like, he was like, okay, now that you're into that jujitsu life, he's like, this is my Sunday. Roll jujitsu. Go to the coffee house. Talk some shit. Go home. House, House of Cards. And I was just like, really? And I was just like, I didn't do it the first time. And I was like, oh, it was a good Sunday. Second Sunday that we went up to uh, Jaguar to go roll, I was like, I'll put on some fucking House of Cards. I was like, oh my God, this is, dude, fucking blew through it. Blew through it. The new season, incredible. Fantastic. Yeah, I'll do it's it. Like you just fucking Netflix. There are so many shows. There's too many shows. Yeah. I'm overwhelmed. Yeah. I just watched Game of Thrones. That's been, pretty much it. I'm trying to think what it was. I've been rewatching. Like I kind of hate myself a little, but I've been rewatching America's Next Top Model because it's on Hulu and it's like something to fall asleep to. But then I end up staying up like for four hours watching it because Tyra, Tyra Banks, Banks is yeah. insane. Yeah, she's she's so nutcase. scary. She's a nutcase, dude. But like, why don't you watch Drag Race like instead? Oh, I watch. The uh, better, of course, I watch the Drag better Race. Tyra Banks named RuPaul. Yeah. Yes. My um. Yes. A, a coping skill that I actually share with clients a lot. Um is basically just pretend you were a drag queen and walk fiercely throughout your life like you were a drag queen. That's it. That's like my therapeutic You're advice. You're slinging right that there. tucked dick. Yep, that too. Fuck yeah. <laughs> no, it works. I understand. You get out there and you fucking slay. Because that's yeah. like, what else is fucking important in life? Nothing. Like, I mean, not a fucking thing, man. And so many of them, like that's like a culture that it surprisingly is pretty accepting and body positive. Because like you know, you see drag queens who are fat, like 
powerful drag. Yeah. yeah and yeah. like every season, there's at least one like extremely fat drag queen, and yeah. it's amazing. Yeah, and, and she slays. Yeah. And no one yeah, is like weird. calling like calling them names or being really right. rude. Because it adds to their character. Fierceness. Yeah. Because it's like the more outlandish you are, it's just yep. like I could push that boundary so much farther because I'm dressed like a sexy bumblebee and I'm gonna fucking sting you. Yes. <laughs> it's true though. You know what I mean? Like I'm dressed like a fucking cake and I fucking love cake. Suck my tuck dick. Like Yep, pretty it. much. Yeah. I mean it's I don't know, even personally like I just tried to imagine myself as like I'm a drag queen and I got this. I can walk through this. I'll be fine. Just put on some heels and it works. I um I should try that more often. I mean, maybe not the heels part. Although, hey, you're welcome to wear heels. Oh, but fuck, I'm a fierce. It bitch. is pretty helpful. I'm a fierce bitch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It definitely helped me in like the wedding dress shopping department. Because you were um, out there just slaying. Yep, I was. I was like going through that process, like praying for uh, death in my drag queen high heels. Sick, <laughs> sick, yeah. It's so important though, man. It's like, and I actually I had this conversation with myself today while I was at work. Yes. I kind of Having conversations like, with yourself is important. I kind of felt like I was – you knew me before my wild anxiety. I was a fucking savage. You still are. I mean not as much. Um, but there was – there's so much to life beyond coping with your bullshit or like yeah. appeasing the bullshit that's going on in your brain. Yep. It's just going on up here. And I have that I, I talk to a lot of people about it and I'm like, look, I don't wanna inconvenience you with this. Like I'm very sorry. They're like, What the fuck are you talking about? I don't notice anything. We're I, watching yep. a fucking football game. And I'm like it I it, you start to understand. You're like, Oh my god, is everyone's looking at me. You're like, bitch, I didn't even knew you were there. Like, what are you talking about? We're both fucking paying attention to Leonardo DiCaprio fighting this bear. Shut the fuck up. Nobody else is talking. And like, so I I was having this conversation, I digress, with myself today. um, It's a very important point. That um, you can't live your life in fear. No. And being afraid of anything is stupid as fuck. And not only that, it's useless. Yeah. Because... The only thing that you're doing when you're being afraid is you're allowing yourself to be afraid. Like that's all you're doing is that you're you're facilitating fear. Yep. The old adage, there's only the only thing we have to fear is fear itself. But it's actual that internal fear, that's scared, that I don't know what's gonna happen next. It, right. That is the human symptom. That is the human. No one knows what's gonna happen next. Right. Like our parents don't fucking know. Our grandparents no... never knew. Yeah. If anything, we know more now because of the fucking internet. Because you're not the only person that's going through right. this thing. There are 3.5 billion people on this earth. An average of a hundred million people are going through a very yeah. similar situation and have probably talked on the internet about it. Go hop on and go talk to yeah, somebody. Or true. link up with a person like you, someone who just fucking has been there. Yeah. You know what I mean? I mean, and I'm pretty accessible on the internet. Like, I mean, I try to be. My Instagram now is a lot more, uh, like, professional-centered. So, like, if I – and I do occasionally get messages from people, like, I need some help. Like, where could I get some help? And I'm happy to direct people. That's – I mean, that's, like, what I want to do always is help people. Um, but you're right. I, I think fear is 
it's not obviously not helpful, but um, like this was something I say to clients all the time. It's like your life is tile big right now. Like you're on one tile. Like you need like do you want your life to get bigger? There's a whole dance floor. Yeah, exactly. And it's like, do you want your life to stay this small forever? Because it can. It very easily can stay that small. And you're going to be miserable. But you can do it. We can all do it. But it's like, do you want to see more? Like, do you want to, like, have an opportunity to see the other stuff? Usually I get a yes to that question. Yeah. Fortunately. Um, But, I mean, it's kind of incredible the amount of, like, just resistance you can get from your own brain. Well, the thing is that, like, I used to be a traveler. I used to right. travel and eat, and that was my whole thing. That's my whole shebang. The whole Adam eats the world is like, I'm going to one of the 50 states. I'm finding the most savage chefs that I can sit down with. We're going to eat a fucking weird sandwich at one of their favorite local spots. That's my whole jam. You're a better guy, Fieri. Fuck that dude. That oh dude my God. sucks. I hate nothing in life like I hate Guy Fieri. No respect. That's why we're friends. I like I don't people are always like what what my dad oh, you always makes fun of me yeah um because he loves Guy Fieri for reasons unknown but he's like what do you mean what do you mean you hate Guy Fieri I'm like I'm going to stab him I hate that he goes into restaurants and just sticks his fingers in everything it makes me crazy mm. it's so gross okay anyway you know his I restaurants are the most poorly rated in the country yes I did know that yeah. the way he just tastes food too oh it oh, oh. Yeah. oh. Flavor Town. He he looks like he's in pain every time he puts food in his mouth, and like he just looks like he really like someone's punched him, and he's really grateful for it. But at the same time, he like he's like a masochist. Yeah, I don't. know. He also kind of looks like the dude from ICP, and he also kind of looks like the dude from Smash Mouth. Yep, like a real. It's like their baby. Yeah, yeah, yeah. but that's like a baby no one wants. Right. Right, and he was born in, like, an ugly bowling shirt. Yep. Yeah. Um, But that is what I used to be. Like, not – that's what I am. Right. You know what it is? Uh, You know what I mean? And um, I'm allowing outside – well, inside forces to dictate that, and it's not – you know – my I make the joke that like I want to be a really cool grandpa like whose grandpa is like a black belt in jujitsu covered in tattoos and is like really fucking great at making food like not many yeah well my my grandfather was a fucking animal okay (laughs) he used to have a pizza shop his name he had a nickname he drove around in a black Cadillac until he was 90 years old died in gold chains and rings and hit on all of the nurses that were taking care of him called his dick a dabadoo okay like he was a an animal a savage that is like what I want to be. That's what like, when I'm what an old you man. hope for. I can't live my life on one tile. Yeah, That's you true. know what I mean. The, um, my parents used to have uh, a sign hanging in their kitchen um, that said, "It was like an Irish proverb um, that said, life is not about weathering the storm; it's learning how to dance in the rain." Yeah, and every single fucking time, I'm like, "No, I can't. I just want to. I just really, I just really, I can't. I can't. I can't. I can't, I can't do these things. I can't. I have literally, physically, have to throw my shoes out the door and be like, "Well, oh fuck, they can get bugs in them. I gotta." And then I fucking walk out the door and I'm like, "Well, shit, I gotta go get my shoes. Oh wait, my shoes are right here. I gotta go get my phone. Oh wait, that's no, right. Um." It's 2017. My phone's always in my pocket. All right. Yep. I guess we're going for a walk, Peach. Come on. 
and then we go for a walk and then we see how far we can push the walk and then we got to do things like that but it has to be like that and yeah. any sort of anxiety or um eating disorder or any recovery to begin with is got it you got to take fucking steps like that man yeah. it's 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 very 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 fucking important the, the hardest things in life are the most valuable right you know um i think i don't know who it was but they they said that only the people who are afraid have the opportunity to be brave because if you're brave yeah. all the time, there's there's not bravery. It's normalcy. Right. That's true. You know what I mean? So step the fuck up and do your goddamn thing. Yeah. I mean, I th- and I think that's where, I mean, I get a lot of resistance too is just people are often say, I can't. And I, I can relate to that. Like I can remember periods of time in my life where I was like, nope, like definitely cannot eat that or like definitely cannot get through this. Definitely can't do it. But like and it's hard therapeutically because it's like, mm, but you have to. Um, and uh, there's nothing really I can say beyond you have to. Like I can't. No work can can occur until you do that thing, and then come back and tell me about it. Right. And like that's kind of a tough place to be. And I know I call it the white knuckle period. It's basically like you're doing the thing that you don't want to do more than anything, and you're just kind of sitting with it, and it's fucking right. awful. But you're you're doing the thing. But it's also thrilling. Right. And there's like something powerful about it. And also it's like you're kind of sticking a big middle finger up to your little nasty inner committee. Yeah. Yeah. I uh, I had one of those moments on my way home. Yeah. You know what I mean? So like I just kind of like blasted some sort of like crazy whatever song. And I was just like had, you know, blasting my AC and shit. And I was just like a little bit. Of like almost about to have a panic attack. I was on the phone with Mel and I was like, yo, I got to work out of this fucking panic attack. She's like, you're a powerful motherfucker. And then hung up the phone on me. I was just like, yeah, you're right, fam. Well, that's good. I mean, that's good, though, that she hung up on you. I know that that sounds fucked up. Well, but- no, 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 no. She put me like she was just like, go wrestle. Right. Like, go do what you fucking got to do. Right. Um, and like every time I go to drive to jujitsu, I have a fucking panic attack. I'm like, oh my god, what if I, I can't just leave the house? And then I get to fucking jujitsu, and I'm just like, oh my god, okay, okay, settle down. And then like a fucking hour into jujitsu, like nothing else matters. And then at the hey. end, I'm like, la la la, I'm having a beer with my friends and I'm hanging out. Yeah yeah yeah, I'm super sweaty. Yeah. And like that is. It's because you did the thing. Right. Exactly. Like your brain is like creating new pathways. Right. It's like, all right, if I get to the thing and I do the thing, like, I'm not going to die. I'm going to be safe. Right. Nothing bad's going to happen. Right, 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 right. But it's like, you you won't have that pathway unless you do it. Right. You're also occupying all of that energy that you're putting towards thinking about the thing yep. to something that, like, I mean, literally, we're simulating death when you roll jiu-jitsu. Cool. You know what I mean? It's like, yeah. how fast can I kill you? How fast can you kill me? All right, ready? Uh, slap hands, bump fists, hit, fucking kill each other. And then, like, we have five minutes to fucking kill each other. And then if you can't, then you can't. High five at the end. Thank you. Hug. Whatever. And then, like, you know, my Bobby Lake comes and he rolls with me. Or Daryl, <laughs> you know. And, then like, when you get to do it with your friends, it's just like, oh, I'm going to fuck this dude up. Like, me and Bobby Lake roll, it's literally, like. Well, you're brothers, so I feel like that's even, it's, you know. It's, and I tell everyone, those, my most productive roles are always with Bobby. Because oh, yeah. the two of us are, like. Yo, fuck you take my fucking Nintendo controller in 2006 ah, <laughs> you know what I mean like I'll show you take the last piece of fucking chicken parm in 1997 you bitch you know what I mean it's like 
and then the whole time, like, you know how Bobby and I are. We'll fucking talk shit to each other no matter what we're doing. So yeah. while we're rolling jujitsu, we're talking shit to each oh, other. Oh, that's like me and my sister. We're like, bro, I can fuck time. you in the ass if I wanted to. And he'd be like, joke's on you. All I right, like not, it. Not quite no, like that. But uh, like, <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. But like, it gets to that point. And then like, people that are uh, around us are like, what the fuck is going <laughs> on? And like, there'll be times where like, we'll roll past like the buzzer be like, no, nah, it's fine. It's my little brother. And it's just like, dude, are you okay with this? And she's like, yeah, like I'm setting him up to do this. And I'm like, well, you shouldn't have fucking told me that. And it fucking throw, you know what it is? Uh, you know, things like like that. You need that. You yeah. need positive re, uh, resistance in your life to, to yeah. move that pathway of like, say like negative resistance is like this cup. Yeah. And like all of your energy is going towards the negative resistance. You're not getting anything back. Those same pathways can go right to enlightenment. They can go right to a different set of resistance. What a good metaphor. Yeah, right? It's a Himalayan pink salt lamp and an empty uh, Guinness mug. So, But um, you're right. And I think like you have good positive, like people who are basically hanging up the phone on you. Because like that's positive resistance. That's like deal with your shit. Right. Go do it. Right, right. And I'm sorry. Are you going to pull aside the road with a 31 year old man and cry in the middle of fucking traffic outside of Monmouth University? Have fucking fun. Yeah. Enjoy that. And that's like even as as a therapist, I do that. Um, I mean, there are times where I just won't respond to clients because it's not effective. Like if I have a client who's just like, you know, texting me, I'm miserable, blah, blah, blah. Like there's not a question there. I can't I can't help direct you if there's not a question or a I need some sort of guidance so like you got to deal with your shit like i'm not here 24 7 i'm not like right. an action figure that like you carry around right, and right, like right, you know right. talks at it's you. like um walking a tightrope like if yeah. you know that there's no uh net yeah you're gonna be who's better not at it. gonna fucking fall yeah exactly yeah, yeah but if there's a net like oops my bad i always right. have that back up like you're not wearing a parachute motherfucker you finna die you finna fall down go splat yeah. You know what I mean? And I think a lot of, I mean, and clients especially get, like anybody can get really reliant on a therapist. And I think in the eating disorder world especially, like I was talking to my boss earlier, like we are really accommodating in a very different way than the rest of the mental health world because like eating disorders are 24-7. And that's not to say that like anxiety isn't 24-7 or depression isn't 24-7, but it's like a different 24-7. Right. And It's like the thing that, everyone's entire days are like dictated by is like your meals. Yeah. So like you're around it at all times. Right. So, you know, I'm will interact with a client via text, whereas most other mental health professionals won't, Um, you know, and I am often always on the clock. So we do do things a little differently and arguably treatment is never over. You know, people kind of come in and out. Like, I have clients who I saw in 2015 who, like, recently are like, oh, hey, can I come back? And it's like, okay. Like, you know, and it's just, it's different than a lot of general mental health. The goals are different. There's always, like, recovery as much as it can be sort of like a finite thing at times. Like, it can kind of come around again, and you might need to just address it in a different way. Right. I mean, like, it just... Um, again as an example of myself like I had years where I was great yeah and then it just reared its ugly head again out of right. nowhere and you're just like oh shit the Loch Ness Monster he's back he's fucking coming from a three you know what I mean like yeah even though the majority like 
I have a fucking awesome job that I love. I have a fucking great house. My my girl is the best. I have a fucking great dog. I live on the fucking beach. I have a... a You're like right there. And all the most gorgeous houses I've ever seen in life are like surrounding uh, yeah, you. Yeah, yeah, So I get paid American currency to tell dick jokes on the internet with my friends. I'm you cool know what I mean? It. Like, what the fuck <laughs> do I have to fucking worry about? Really? Uh. I mean, really, like, oh, I'm so bum bummed that I got a phone call that said my friend can't come over and tell dick jokes. Hmm, I'm fucking pissed. Like, shut up. <laughs> you fucking bitch. Oh, I'm sorry. You get paid holidays <laughs> in your daytime job. Like, oh, boo-hoo. You get out of work at 3.30 every day and you never have to work on the weekends. <laughs> you poor fucking thing. I'm sorry, do you have an anxiety attack in that brand new fucking car you just bought three fucking months ago? <laughs> oh, you having problems programming all those new computers you just put in your fucking studio you built in your second bedroom in your house? You fucking bitch. Like... Yeah. Oh, your the links on your website don't work. Oh shoot! You're being a little mean to yourself, though. But like, a re- realistically, <laughs> but like, what the fuck? Like, oh, I your know. hat's dirty. Oh shoot! Like, I know. Come on, man. But I think that's like so, that's such an American, uh, like an American idealist thing. Like, what do we have to complain about? Like, you have all these things, and but you I have so many like, great things. I was poor as fuck. I'm one of six kids. My mom is dying of fucking cancer. My dad. It fucking like how works twenty three hours a day just to try and support my fucking yeah. the re- the rest of my family that's living under his roof. You know what I mean? Like, I there's so like my my girl's got a fucking problem with like all of the shit with the pot. Like there's so many, and I know so many people like you that have always like you know, and, and there's so much else going on. Like oh, yeah. okay. Our, my my friend Danny, who was on the show, okay, was in like fucking Istanbul and got held up at knife point in the middle of the night and called me like, hey man, I'm like, yo, like what's up? Or we were texting and I'm like, hey dude, like how's your trip? He's like, well, I just got robbed. And I was like, what do you mean? He goes, at knife point. Like, he Oh yeah, a, no, that happens there. Like he, like he held a, yeah, he's a world traveler. He's like, that shit yeah. happens all the time. And I'm like, what do you fucking mean, bro? And he goes, nah, it's cool. Like, no big deal. Like, I didn't have all of my money with me. And I was just like, oh, okay, right. like, can I send you, like, a bunt cake or something, <laughs> dude? Like, I'll make you some jalapeno poppers and fucking send them to you. He goes, yep. nah, it's okay. Like, I hung out and I found, like, a good beer that I like in the middle of the fucking desert. And I'm like, oh. And he's like, I'm going to Italy tomorrow, too. Like, so I guess it's not all that bad. And I was just like, oh, my God, I had a panic attack driving seven minutes to fucking work the other day because, like, I was worried that, like, this, that, and the other thing, you know what I mean? Like, I just, sometimes yeah. you got to put your life into fucking perspective, oh, yeah, man, no, and, like, and value I, the things that you have. I agree. And, like, I mean, even personally, a good a good example of this is, um, and I was talking about this earlier, in New Jersey, the licensing process for counselors is an atrocious process. Like, I had to complete 4,500 supervised hours, which is, like, three, four years long. Um, and even, like, talking about it now, I'm like, wow, like, I am incredibly privileged that I even was able to do that and, like, get those hours done, and that's awesome. But I called the licensing board to see, like, what the status was of my application to get this, like, big thing that I've been working towards. And they said they didn't review my application 
for July, and I now have to wait until September. Oh, shoot. And I, like, lost my mind. I was so upset. And it took me a little bit. I mean, I really had to, uh, like, chalk myself down. But by the time I got home from work, I was like, really? Like, there are people who are, like, getting waterboarded. Like, really? Like, at least that shit's not happening to you? Like, I didn't get a rocket fired at me in Fallujah? Okay. (laughs) But at the same time, like, you know, I had to validate that that sucked. Like, I had an expectation and I had a hope and it was totally annihilated. And that was really painful. Right. But, like, I didn't die. Nothing terrible happened. It just was awful. It's a fucking super bummer. Right. And that's... So I don't want you to invalidate the things that are going on in your life. Like, it sucks to be anxious like that. Yes, I, I like your dialogue of, like, you're a... Don't be a bitch. Like, yeah, that's... Like, if it works for you, it's you know, good. It fucking works for me. But I... And also, I, I implore everyone else to not be a bitch. Right. I mean, no one yeah. else should be a bitch. Yeah. But um, I don't know. Like, there, there are going to be times where, like, no matter what perspective you have or, like, what perspective is provided to you through your friend in Istanbul, like, it's not going to be enough and you're going to still feel like shit. Right. And that's okay. That's cool. Like, he- you'll heavy, get through it. Heavy lies the crown, as they say. Yeah. No matter what it is. More money, more problems. However you want to fucking say it. It, yeah. it always... There's always something. You're That's never going to be You're never going to be fully happy and that, no. that is one of the beautiful things in life is like that again that that pathway, that resistance is and in that book that I gave you, Dan, um uh The War of Art. Yes. They huh. talk a lot about they talk a lot about resistance. And it's like, it's all in your head. Like, yeah. why haven't you written that fucking book? Oh, and I had other things to do. No, you didn't. Yeah. You fucking sat on your ass five days a week and you watched fucking Oprah. And guess who didn't write a fucking book? You. Because you were watching fucking The Price is Right. Or you were watching, you know, <laughs> you're worried about, uh, you know. Did you, did, you, did you read that book before? No, I've I never ha- read it. I, am, I absolutely implore you. Okay. It must. It's a must read. Um, who wrote it? Uh, Pressfield? Pressfield. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Stephen Pressfield, The War of Art. I have f- f- like three copies in this household right now. Um, okay. Yeah. It's it's that. It's like imperative. All right. Um, Always looking for a book. So. Yeah, man. And it, it's a quick read too. It's like a little paperback, like 200 pages, 300 pages. Yeah. Nothing crazy. It's like that big. Nothing crazy. Yeah. yeah. It, it, no, I mean long... legit like that big. No, and, like, I know. The pages are like. It's like an adorable, cute little book that you give someone that you don't like. It you know what I mean? Familiar. Like, like, oh, here's a book. I went to Barnes and Noble during Christmas, and this is like nine dollars. I forgot to buy you a Christmas gift. Have book. <laughs> like I, I've already read all the Harry Potter books. Like I've got every Lord of the Rings like in hardcover. It's like oh my god, yeah, but it's like the same thing. No, you can read it on the train and stuff. Um, it's like that. Just size. like that. Like Everyone's tiny. just talking just like that. Oh my god, yes, <laughs> like Wayne. Um. But it, it's all resistance. It's all yeah. built up in your mind. Like the things that are stopping you can also be what move a you? driving force. It's yeah. like, okay, so in like aviation, you have to have the wind blow against the plane for oh, the yeah. plane to rise. That's just fucking science. You can fly a, a kite in or a paper airplane in the direction of the wind, but it's only going to die out as far as the wind. But if you face the wind and get on top of it, you can ride that resistance. Yeah. And you can soar to new heights. Hashtag um, gay. Um, <laughs> uh, but I mean, literally and figuratively speaking, like as yeah. ridiculous as it is. No, you're right. 
I mean, that's it's a good metaphor. I'm all about the metaphor. Yeah, I mean... Uh, In therapy, you got to do the metaphor. It helps. It's, so uh, what made you uh, want to become a therapist? I'm sorry. Nobody heard you because you're ducking and diving. No, or no, I, I was, I was He's trying, trying to speak in the thing. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I feel rude like speaking. No, you're so fine. No, we can see a picture of you. There's a picture of you from yeah, Key West. Yeah, a picture of you as The Rock right there. Look at that while I talk to you. So, I, like, what, what, what drove you to want to become a therapist? Obviously, I know it has to yeah. do something with... Um, well, I mean, I, obviously, personal experience was part of it. Um, I will say this. Like, throughout undergrad, I I wasn't sure. Um, I went to a small liberal arts college and, again, like, hashtag privilege. And I, like, was really unhappy and in... A psych I was getting my psych degree and I was like I don't even know if I want to do anything with this like I've always wanted to, when I was going through everything I was like I'm gonna get better so I can be a therapist and help people who are like me because I always felt like I connected way more with therapists who had had experience like had personal experience um, but at, by the time I got to college I was like I don't know man I was like maybe I want to be an FBI agent I, I don't know this is like this is too much shit for me. I don't know. I was like watching a lot of Criminal Minds at the time. And yo, shout out to Criminal Minds <laughs> though. Know? And um I would say like February of my senior year, which is like the deadline for making a decision about grad school, I had like an epiphany and I was like, "You know what? I went through all of this shit for a reason. I should at least give it a shot." So I applied for grad school super last minute, got in. Um, and went and I took some time before working specifically with eating disorders and like because I wanted to make sure like all right is this what I want to do do I actually like this job beyond just this one little pigeonholed area um so I guess like long story like TLDR um I, I became a therapist of course like everyone becomes a therapist because I want to help people but I also became a therapist to give some purpose to my own story um and to I don't know help the eating disorder field because there's way too many people who don't work in this field like I had a there I had a professor in grad school who said I work with every population except eating disorders and I said okay why and he was like I wouldn't touch that with a 10-foot pole and I was like okay I'm still got not understanding why I have an 11-foot pole <laughs> yeah. they're called my arms <laughs> hey <laughs> uh, I mean I do have really long arms but um you, you'd be a killer kickboxer I, dude. or like I would a also Muay be like fighter. a really good like vulture or something like That's I don't an, know there you go there's another yeah, bird yeah there's another bird but yeah. um like it seems to be a thing in the mental health field that like eating disorders are the scary thing no one wants to work with them because they're notoriously difficult and they have the highest mortality rate they kill people and like more than any other mental illness. So that scares people. Of course, I mean, of course that scares people, but, um, that's interesting. I actually never knew that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I think that's a problem too. Like a lot of the general public, like, okay, as a, you would probably know more, but what do you know about eating disorders? Like what, when you think eating disorder, what's the visual you get? I, I get uh, a teenage girl who either doesn't eat at all or, eats too much like I don't know yeah no but thank you I'm sorry I put you on the spot but (laughs) like the general public doesn't have a really good idea of what eating disorders look like and I think that translates to like the mental health field like it just people don't get it people don't want to get it because it's scary um and also I don't know like there's similar to just our world we're obsessed with health and that too has like trickled into the mental health system so 
I went to like a, and this is actually what inspired me coming on this podcast. I went to oh, not a friendship. Well, that that too, that too. Thanks. Um, I went to like a peer supervision as counselors. We like are encouraged to do things like that, just like meeting with other counselors, get it, you know, getting feedback. And I was the only person there, A, that worked with eating disorders or had any experience working with eating disorders, and B, the only person that worked with teenagers. So I felt super out of place. I felt like, wow, like I have nothing to offer this conversation. I feel really misunderstood. And every person asked me a really, I wouldn't say inappropriate question about eating disorders, but like, wow, like why would you do that? How do you do that? Like, what made you go into that? Like, that's really difficult. And I was like, no shit. Like, of course it's difficult. But, like, then they're sitting there talking about how, you know, their practice is very wellness-centered and how they're, like, trying to come up with um, therapeutic ways to help people lose weight. And I was like, okay, but if you can do that, you can probably work with eating disorders. There's an overlap. Like, who comes to a therapist looking for, you know advice on how to lose weight someone who's really unhappy in their body so there's i mean there's a really there's an overlap and if you don't acknowledge that like you're not being you're not servicing like i don't know you're not you're not being a good counselor no you're facilitating that terror that they have right you're you're showing them like no climb that ladder 47 times a day right you're being you know what a, I mean? like it's just i think it's just really damaging and that's why like there's not enough there are not enough practitioners in the eating disorder field. And it's funny, like I call it the eating disorder field because it's so separate from the mental health field. It's like a totally different animal. It's even separate from substance use because substance use has way more resources than we will ever have. Like we have no, like the amount of money that's dedicated to eating disorder research is like millions and millions and millions of dollars less than like that devoted to substance use research and like Alzheimer's research, which like Alzheimer's is important, but like, People are like young people are dying from this. Yeah. It'd be cool if you researched it. I agree. But yeah, so long story. And they have better memories. Yeah, that's true. That's that's mean. But that's why I got into the field. Because it's important. I feel really strongly about it, obviously. I mean, as you should. Yeah. You know, you know, I, I just think it's also also amazing because I work actually in the health field too. I work in a health insurance cool. company. Oh, oh God. There's a, um, there's a, um well, right now we're trying to roll out uh, an initiative to bring more mental health oh. providers on. And, that makes me really happy. And it's like, um, but but it's just crazy to me. Like now, like in 2017, yeah. like we still don't still understand how both of those fields still they they intersect right, right so much. Insurance companies are definitely they're fun. They're interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I <laughs> bless you. Uh, (laughs) that's all all i gotta say so um i have the the last couple of weeks i've um i've hit bobby with a stoner question of the week okay um and what is a stoner question so this is the stoner question and i have an answer okay how do you think jesus turned water into wine it's a very simple answer, by the way. It's all about the pathways. It's very relative to this conversation. It's about building a pathway directly into from water to wine. You know what how it is? My man watered some grapes. 
Okay. Oh, <laughs> really? Just saying. You water some grapes. You take the grapes. You turn them into wine. Fucking nailed it. <laughs> yeah. Shout out to Jesus. Shout out to grapes. Shout out to wine. Love wine. I mean, me too. Fucking. I feel like as you get older, it's like wine, wine is the thing. I don't know. Yeah, I, because it's yeah. not as problematic. I can't drink hard alcohol. Like if if I if vodka, if I even smell it, I vomit. Like it's just don't come near me with it. But wine, it's like oh okay, this yeah, this is nice. Is like I, f- I feel like I'm in like we got we absolutely got, fabulous. Yeah, we got smacked for America on the Fourth of July. We did a Fourth of July episode we and we were drinking for America. a lot of sangria. Our boy Armando came through with a lot of sangria, and then me and Mel went to the store and we were like. Yeah, we're going to get some wine. We're going to get fucking wine drunk tonight. You know what wine I can't really get down with, though? Boston wine. Oh, Hey, gross. I don't fuck with it. That's not even a wine that's, to me. That's not a wine. Like, yeah. that's, like, p- stuff that people... Like, I can remember being in my first year of college, and people just, like, poke a hole in it and just, like, oh, like yeah. siphon it to their mouth. That's <laughs> disgusting. Yeah. I just can't get down with that. Well, it's not in a Yeah, bottle. wear it like a backpack. Franzia. That's... Franzia. Isn't that the... Like, I can't drink that. Franzia, Franzia Chardonnay. I, I can't drink that. I can't drink the, what is it, the Carlo Rossi either. That oh, is that's like, like that, Ooh, that's that cheap some, Italian yep, uh, table it. wine. It comes in a big, like, it. jug, in the apple juice jug. It's huge. It's like, I, if I tried to carry, like, two of them, I would probably fall over I mean, and right. die. I've had the sangria Carlo Rossi before. Ew. Sangria is good no matter what. You just got to put the proper fruit in it. Yeah. yeah. Of course, I'm like making a face and I drink the cheapest wine, but whatever. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you got uh, you got some creepy, weird things from the internet oh, yes for I us do. this yes, week? I do. Yes, I do. Let's, uh, let's run those these down uh, real quick. Okay. Um, all right. So we have a man with world's largest testicles had to drop out of school because his balls were too big. Okay. Uh, <laughs> what? what? Let's look at this. Let's look at this one. Evidently, there's a video. And oh my god! Yeah, yeah, yeah. So please hold. There's a naked man on. That is. Oh, something. oh. This is a commercial. I would assume this what is a commercial. What is that? It's a deodorant commercial. How dare you? Aluminum free. Okay. Is there a like? Yeah, we're good on that shit. Mm. Okay, thanks. Um, and then they play? Deodorant company. No, 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 it's just a commercial. Uh. Cool, thanks, video. <laughs> oh, oh, there's sound. It's just a black screen right now. What's going on here? Why are you no worky? Oh great! No, there's just music, so we just watched a video. Uh oh, oh here we go, here we go, here we go. We're good. Sorry, a little technical difficulties. I don't even know what's wrong. Oh my god! Oh! oh my god. Why do I need to see this right now? And over, and yo, that shit looks like he's he's sitting on one of those. He got bit by a something. beanbag chair. Wait. He put those. He put How does that he in the pants. Yeah. My man is all balls. <laughs> it's almost as if. It's- oh! No, why do I want to see this? It's like an elephant. He's had a growth on his genitals for the last ten years. 
I feel like my I'm never gonna be the same. Please. It's like that episode in South Park where they had to walk around with the wheelbarrows for their nuts. Do you remember that? No. This is a good episode. I don't I don't wanna remember anything that is similar to that ever. Yeah. I agree. All right. So please, know, please tell me something better. All right. So, um, oh, this this might not be better. Yeah. Uh, this might not be better. Okay. And evidently, it is um, two homeless people on the front lawn of a Waffle House. But why? Oh my lord. <laughs> Is that a man? Okay. Ew. Good God. That's super aggressive, man. I sound like such a valley girl right now, but what in the name of God is happening in the world? Uh, finger banging. Apparently, really aggressive sex on the lawn of a Waffle House. Yeah. And then also this. Oh, no. Body positive. Hashtag body, body positive. Can you, can you describe what's going on here? No. With the sexy music? So this is a female bodybuilder. Body builder, but it seems like something is Very, wrong. very vascular legs. And she was just massaging herself in little booty shorts. And she's very tan. And we're, we're going to have to throw this out there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was really depressing, actually. But My legs will never look that good. But I don't know that those are legs you want. It's they true. Looks, they look um, painful. Looks like something is wrong. Right. It kind of looks like that dude with the giant balls. Yeah, a little bit. But it legs. seems like they're in the same the same camp over there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then now, um, a girl destroys two hundred thousand dollars worth of art trying to take a selfie. She's trying to take a selfie. Do you have Do you have a little more information on the before we pull up the video? Love live leak. Uh, crouching in front of sculptures placed on pedestals, uh, uh, presumably trying to take a selfie. She lo loses her balance and knocks the pedestal directly behind uh, over her, uh, which Good. then in turn creates a domino effect, knocking over at least ten pedestals. Where? Jesus, in L.A. She is trying to take a selfie. Oh no! They were they were like dominoes. You say two hundred thousand dollars worth of shit. This is so depressing. Well, I'm wondering like what happens in a situation like that. She for sure has to pay that. I would imagine they have insurance, like, and especially if you put things out where people can be near it and touch it. I don't know. It says that they're a non-profit independent temporary art project located in L.A. 
All right, that sounds like a personal problem. Uh, yeah. <laughs> that sounds like a you problem. Uh-huh. And not a me problem. Not a Simmons Moore problem. And then uh, the last thing I have is T? Question mark? Okay. All right, so let's watch this T video. Can you describe to me what we're seeing? There is a man in a linen uh, tablecloth who has a thing of tea on his crotch and on his chest, and now he's going to rip the little tablecloth thing off. Yep, okay. Good for that, dude. And he's balancing tea now on his crotch and on his chest. Oh, okay. That dude is kind of... He looks like he's really sweaty. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, look at that fan. He took the front of the fan off. He's serious about it. Yeah, that, um... No way. What is... He's like... Oh, it came off the fan. And he's like wild impressed with himself. He's like, it's still there. He's just balancing cups of tea on his dick and having the thing come off. What is? Oh my God! Hold on. So he's got a vacuum with like the little push cord where the cord comes off. Anything else with his dad? And then yeah. Okay. So like you know how on some vacuums you push and then he he puckers out his lips and then points to his dick with the teacup on it. Oh my God. So tea for everyone. Yeah. Great. I love it. The fucking internet is a very weird place. Yeah. Yeah. A little scarred. Yeah, a little bit, right? Right, a lot of genitals in that one. That was a very genital-heavy. Yeah. Yeah. And thigh, slash leg muscles. Yeah, but it was also like a, almost every one of them, except the sel- the selfie one. Yeah. Yeah, there wasn't two hundred thousand dollars worth of genital photos. Can't please them all. That's true. Um, dude, uh, where where can people find you? Where can people find me? Um, okay, so. I have a an Instagram, which is mostly professional, but sometimes I post pictures of my cats, and my handle is the cranky therapist. Very apt. One word, not hyphenated. Yep, one word. Uh, nice name. Yeah. Um, I also run my private practice's Twitter, and it is begin underscore underscore within. Um, and I think that's it. I don't have too much of a social media presence. I try not to. Um, but... Yeah, if if you want to look at our website too, it's I think it's beginwithincenter.com. Um and you can see my lovely face on there also. Let me just make sure though. Yep, it's beginwithincenter.com. So Great. If you or someone you know need need some help, we can help you. Uh and if someone has a problem, do they you mind them hitting you up or no. something along those lines? Um, I mean, I would appreciate not getting, like, a wall of text, but, I mean, hey, if you need help, I'm happy to help you and direct you. So, right. come find me. Excellent. Um, dude, thank you. Like yeah. a gajillion Thank you so much times. for having me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it was a blast. It was great to link up with you and have a nice conversation about, you know, me being a sweaty bitch. <laughs> um, go to SimmonsAndMorePodcast.com. Uh, all tour dates. For all of our online, our videos, and our fucking whatever stupid shit. Uh, you can find Bobby on the internet at BobbyMore29 on Instagram. And they share boyfriends. Uh, they share birthdays, and that's his boyfriend. Uh, you can find me, uh, Adam Eats the World, 
uh, coming on YouTube and on Instagram. And I am Earth to Adam on all of the outlets. That's pretty much it. Um, I mean, I, I could do the, the closing thing, you know, uh, Dick Stay Black Like Moby, we're in Stone Like Easter, yeah. Head Stay, Stone Like Easter Island, we got more bodies in the fucking Hudson River, Yatsusabe, uh, fucking, uh, the blind sensei doesn't need eyes to watch the enemy, fucking, what am I missing? You know, don't fart in the Apple store, because they don't have windows, yeah, there, there's, you know, all that shit, have, fucking, you know, whatever. Dude, thank you a million times. Yeah. Uh, so glad I was here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fuck yeah. Uh, Danny, let's, uh, let's fucking... Oh, uh, go to jitsweb.com, learn how to choke someone with your feet. Go to domesticateddad.net and get yourself a goddamn lunch that uh, is delicious and has pork roll-on burgers and you can have cookies inside of brownies and then that shit's good and then they put your name on your lunch bag for you. They're in Oakhurst on fucking <laughs> Sunset, whatever the fuck. Uh, everyone, kiss my ass. I fucking hate you. Um, catch me inside. How about that? Do the job. <laughs>